Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website is scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning, we're looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement. We're going to be looking at Psalm 67 today, which is only seven verses. And we're going to be looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 10. A couple things before we get started. You know, I've been doing this podcast for over eight years now. And there's been times throughout the eight years where it's not always been easy, right? It's not always been easy to get up and get up early before work and get behind the microphone. I've not always felt just on fire spiritually, you know, we all have peaks and valleys and sometimes we go through droughts and sometimes we go through struggles. But most of the time since I've been doing this podcast, most of the time I've had that feeling almost sometimes where I just couldn't wait to get out of bed and get here in my office and and open the Word of God and study it and read it with all of you, and uh, today is definitely one of those days. Uh, I was actually up before my alarm, and uh, I just couldn't wait to get here and to open the Bible and to just to, to pray and to look at the God's Word, and then I have this great privilege. Um, it's a great privilege that comes with a great responsibility as far as my accountability to God, but it's a great privilege, nonetheless, to get to do this uh, multiple times per week. And I'm very, very blessed. And uh, I'm very, very thankful for all of you who listen. And, and those of you who support the podcast, it's just a great privilege of mine. And, uh, you know, I'm just very, very grateful uh, to have been able to do this work. There's... a uh, prayer in Numbers 6, Numbers chapter 6, uh, it's verses 24 through 27. This is something that I prayed over my son since he was a little tiny kid. I mean, just, you know, since he was like three or four years old. And um, my wife's grandmother still prays it over everybody when she, you know, when she sees them. And uh, all of you are probably familiar with it. Uh, it's It goes like this. Number 6, 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. And the reason I'm sharing that with you this morning is because it really kind of goes along with our psalm this morning. So I'm going to read our psalm twice. It's only seven verses. I'm going to read it once. Then I'm going to read this little tiny commentary from uh, F.B. Meyer. And then I'm going to um, read it one more time. And I want you just to open up your hearts and and hear what it has to say to you this morning. So let's do that. Let's read through it the first two first time here. Seven short verses. Psalm 67 to the chief musician 
Neganath, a psalm or song. Here's what it says. God, be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us, Selah, that thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all the nations. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. And that is the seven verses. I'm going to read it again here in a minute. But what I really like about this psalm is it's not a psalm of, Hey, God, please help me. Please bless me. Please deliver me. This is a psalm about the nations. And I prayer that the nations would be in a relationship with God. How much better would the world be? If those of us who have trusted in Christ weren't such a small minority worldwide. And I know like the polls come out and there's like this many people that are Christians. But we all know that those numbers are super inflated. And that the remnant is actually quite small. How different would the world be? How different would the world be if, if, it, if the whole world praised God? If the nations were glad and they sang for joy and they then shall the earth yield her increase. So that last verse, God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Now of course there if that day does seem to be exist in the scriptures, doesn't it? Prophecies talk about how nobody will need to necessarily preach about God because everyone will know who he is. There's prophecies, there's a prophecy that if the nations don't send representatives to Jerusalem for the Feast of Tabernacles that those nations will be judged and won't receive rain and things like that. I mean, there's that picture exists. Here's what F.B. Meyer says. He says, Psalm 67, just like Psalm 65, was composed for the use at an annual festival. And what do we have coming up upon us, Right? Very soon we have Yom Terah, Feast of Trumpets. Psalm 67 was composed for the use at the annual festival. Bless us, say the saints in yearning prayer. God shall bless us is a certain answer of faith. 
We desire blessing not to hoard for ourselves, but that all mankind may share with us. Ask for God's smile on yourself alone and you will miss it. Ask for it that you may reflect it and pass it on. And the Lord will become your everlasting light. And the days of your mourning will be ended. Four times. So remember there's seven verses. But four times the psalmist cries, Let the people praise thee. And an answer to his appeal It seemed as if the whole world had broken out into fresh fertility. Our own God, He has given Himself to us that each may have the whole of the fullness as an estate of boundless extent of wealth. And then He ends by quoting Numbers 18.20 which says, And the Lord spake unto Aaron, Thou shalt have no inheritance in their land, neither shalt thou have any part among them. I am thy part and thy inheritance among the children of Israel. See, what people don't realize is Aaron got the best of the blessing. His inheritance wasn't land. His inheritance was God. I am thy part and thy inheritance among the children of Israel. Oh, that that would be our hearts. Oh, that our heart would be bent towards, I, my, I want my inheritance to be him. Let me read it one more time and then we'll move on to our Ecclesiastes for this morning. God, be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. That thy way may be known upon the earth by saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. That is our psalm for today. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 10. This is a continuation of of him talking about the unfolding and it's the view of anarchy, the anarchy of the world, the madness of the world. So let's let's have a look. And also a full disclosure. I usually don't read pre-read the Ecclesiastes. So I usually read the Psalms and ponder on it and then I look at some things and I try to find some other verses I think go with it and we have those discussions but Ecclesiastes I just start reading it and uh, just hope and pray that the Holy Spirit speaks to me and through me as we do that. So let's have a look. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 1. Dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savior. So doth a little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. 
A wise man's heart is at his right hand, but a fool's heart at his left. Yea, also, when he that is a fool walketh by the way, his wisdom faileth him. And he saith to every one that he is a fool. If the spirit of the ruler rise up against thee, leave not thy place, for yielding pacifieth great offenses. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, as an error which proceedeth from the ruler. Folly is set in great dignity, and the rich sit in low place. I have seen servant upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Please note, I I feel like uh, Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, God-given brilliance. He, in the Proverbs, talks about this concept a lot. And it's a concept that I keep watching for. And frankly, praying for. And that is those who wish to trample the people of God and who wish to destroy all good from the earth. Who wish to bring in wickedness and evil. Who who constantly are pondering and dwelling on how they might steal and kill and oppress and and destroy. And of course I'm talking about those who are in authority and power around the world. Solomon says that the day is coming when they will they have the ditches that they have dug the snares that they have laid they themselves are going to fall into it it's kind of like Haman and Mordecai right Haman made that big uh, whatever it's called to hang Mordecai on and what happened he ended up being hung there Solomon often makes this point he that diggeth a pit in other words the person who's trying to set traps for other people he that diggeth a pit shall fall into it and he who so breaketh a hedge a serpent shall bite him may it be verse 9 whoso removeth stone shall be hurt therewith and he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby If the iron be blunt, and he do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength, but wisdom is profitable to direct. Surely the serpent will bite without enchantment, but a babbler is no better. Mm. That's another concept that Solomon talks about a lot, is keep your mouth closed. (laughs) Stop running your mouth. Stop gossiping all the time. Stop being a tail-bearer. I tell you what, I know know a lot of people that need that word. They just can't wait to gossip. 
Surely the serpent will bite without enchantment, but in a babbler is no better. It's that person who just has to go, 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 just has to be heard. The words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. The beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness, and the end of his talk is mischievous madness. A fool also is full of words. A man cannot tell what shall be and what shall be after him. Who can tell him? He's still talking about babblers. A fool, he says, is full of words. They just they constantly got something to say. The wise person sits quietly. <laughs> this is how you tell the difference between a fool and somebody who has wisdom. A wise person, a godly person, is not quick to speak. They're restrained. They take time to think out their words. A fool just blabbers. Whatever foolishness enters into their brain comes right out of their mouth. The beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness, and the end of his talk is mischievous madness. A fool is also full of words. A man cannot tell what shall be and what shall be after him. Who can tell him? Like how can you can't even reason with this person? Can't even explain to them. Verse first verse fifteen the labor of the foolish weareth every one of them, because he knoweth not how to go to the city. Woe to thee, O land. When thy king is a child, and thy princes eat in the morning. Blessed art thou, O land, when thy king is the son of nobles, and thy princes eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. Three more verses. By much slothfulness the building decayeth. And through idleness of hands, the house droppeth through. In other words, being lazy, being slothful, leads to decay. you got to care, right? A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. Interesting. Curse not the king. Know not in thy thought, and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber, for a bird of the air shall carry the voice, and that which hath wings shall tell the matter. That last verse, verse 20, is a continuation or a closing, th closing statement about babbling. Listen to it again. Curse not the king, not in thy thought, and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber. He's saying, don't even do, don't even gossip or say something foolish. And this is a concept. Don't, don't, not just about the king, but that your boss, a loved one. Here's the point that Solomon's making to end this, end this uh, Ecclesiastes here, chapter 10. 
is that even if you think it's in private, it'll get back. It'll get back. And then you've brought trouble upon yourself when you could have just kept your mouth shut. Right? Even if you're, even with what you're saying is true, gossip and babbling, it gets back. Sometimes we work with people who are like this and they'll just come up to you and start doing it, right? And you have to be very careful to not engage in that conversation because even though it's that person, it could still get back and cause you trouble. These are just basic life lessons, but it seems like some people just never learn it. Let me read that last verse one more time and then we'll close. Cause not the king, I'm sorry, curse not the king. No, not in thy thought and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber. In other words, don't do this even when you think it's private and, and it couldn't be heard. For a bird of the air shall carry the voice and that which hath wings shall tell the matter. That, my friends, is the end of our study for this morning. I hope and pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you've been strengthened and encouraged, given something to think about. And uh, hopefully your hearts have been touched this morning. Thank you for supporting the podcast, those of you who do. Thank Thank you for those of you who take the time to pray for the podcast. Again, my great privilege. I'm very honored. Uh, to do this. All right. I feel like I've talked a little too much this morning. Thanks for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.